How's it going? It's fixing to be a lot better, man. Welcome to Dazed and Confused 33 and a third. I am Jarf, and I, I'm going to start again because my, my freaking got a text just as I was saying that. It's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> just silence my phone. Of course that would happen. But your car's extended warranty. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Dazed and Confused 33 and a third. I'm Jarf. I'm thrilled to be back. And I have two awesome guests for you this week. With me is self-proclaimed side chick of many podcasts, Allison, and formerly of Mean Girls Minute, Liz. Welcome, Allison and Liz. Hello. Is somebody, am I, wait, did somebody take Mean Girls Minute from me? <laughs> Go ahead. It's not yours anymore. I'm sorry. Okay, that's fine. It's ours. It belongs to the world now. It's complete and it belongs to the world. It's probably in better hands that way. That's, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I knew what was up. That, that's totally fine. Great. We are on the same page and we are all here Back together again. I have recorded with both of you on a previous project, so that's that's why I tried to book you together because I know you bring that special kind of chaos. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. And we're talking about track five of Dazed and Confused. It contains the song "Why Can't We Be Friends" by War, and it starts with Darla. That's Parker Posey reminding the freshman girls that they've been tormenting that they actually love the seniors. And it ends with Jody inviting Sabrina to come to the big party with the senior girls. She gets to hang out with the cool kids. So that's mm. sort of the payoff for uh, all of this hazing. So this did not happen at my high school. I don't know if you had similar kind of hazing where you grew up, but I am interested in how looking back at this high school experience makes people reflect on their own. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I, I asked you to consider is if they made a movie about your high school days, what would play on the soundtrack in your version of this scene? Does any high school do hazing like this? It no. seems extreme. <laughs> it felt like a movie about high school written by middle schoolers. Like this is, it felt like a middle schooler's nightmare of what high school students are like. That's an interesting take because the director said that this actually did happen in his really? high school in Texas. And, and oh, he's text. got- Okay. Well, okay. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Texas and Florida are outliers. <laughs> They're outliers. Yes. And to your point about it being a middle schooler's nightmare, he's got characters in the movie that are him as the freshman and him as a senior. Mm -hmm. So it is, it is kind of, it's a nightmare from the freshman's perspective, for sure. I feel like the song, like, Why Can't We Be Friends is just absolutely perfect for this scene. Agreed. My high school movie would not have any version of this scene. I feel like my high school was a lot more chill. But I, I, this was actually a fun experiment, though, because I was like, oh, what songs would have been popular when I was going into my senior year of high school? And um, I realized that Hey Ya came out in 2003. I'm like, oh, the entire movie would have just been Hey Ya. Like, <laughs> <Right. you> know. <laughs> uh, I was trying to go for 
the vibe of the actual song because yeah this scene would never actually take place in my high school story this is weird and bonkers and evil like really sadistic yeah it's pretty gross actually (laughs) and I somehow came up so I spent like half a day listening to like hits of the early 2000s and the one with the vibe closest to this that I could come up with was uh Lincoln Park and I I think it was crawling. I wrote it down <laughs> on my dry erase board at work. That's um, good. Yeah. Uh, but I am not at work right now. So I'm pretty sure it was crawling by Linkin Park. You know what? My husband and I just watched School of Rock last night because I had never seen it before. And um have you seen it? Uh no. Who are you talking to? Okay. No. <laughs> I uh, that's fair. Okay. Um so in the Battle of the Bands at the end, like his former band that plays before them is just kind of like this early 2000s uh they sound kind of like creed like one of those creed rip like pearl oh, jam yeah. ripoff bands and the guys wearing like the the um like fishnet sleeves and the super low-cut leather pants and like i feel like every band that was popular because this was 2003 and like this band would have been perfect for this like oh. every band kind of looked and sounded like that it, it was just pre strong guy liner like yeah. Pre the resurgence of Guy Liner. Pre-emo. Primo, if you will. Yes. Well, um, I remember explaining, I think, to my mom what emo music was my senior year of high school. We graduated the same year, right, Liz? Uh, I graduated in 2003. Okay. I graduated in 2004. Okay. So close. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a very similar musical uh Yeah. Oh, yeah. A very... A very cursed time. So, School of Rock and Dazed and Confused. Same director. Yes. I don't know if that was on purpose, Allison. To- um, it was because when we were watching Dazed and Confused um, a couple weeks ago, he realized I had never seen it. So we wrote it on our fridge whiteboard where we have movies that we plan to watch. <laughs> Wait, you actually watched the whole movie for this? Um, No. We were intending to, and we didn't like it. <laughs> like, we we turned it off after about an hour. So you started from the beginning and watched in an yeah. hour. Whereas yeah. Liz, I'm assuming, started from the beginning of the segment that I described <laughs> and ended. At the, At end, the of end of the segment <laughs> that you described, yes. I mean, I'd, yep. I've seen the movie before, but it was when I was in high school, so I, did, I don't remember anything of it. And I just... it. I don't know. Like, I just, I couldn't find any of the, like, ritual abuse of middle schoolers funny. So I think I had the soundtrack when I was in middle school or high school. I think I got it as a part of, like, the BMG Music Club mm-hmm. and kept it because I thought it was cool. Because <laughs> when I was in high school, I worked at the mall with a bunch of college students. So they were a few years older than I was. And I think they were in the right age group for this movie. Mm-hmm. So they all thought it was cool. And I was like, well, it's 2002 or 2001. I don't have Netflix or whatever. I don't really have a great right. way to get my hands on this movie. So I'm not actually going to watch the movie, but I will keep this soundtrack, I guess, <laughs> and feel cool for that. I remember really wanting to see the movie when it came out just because of the like the cover. Because I was a little kid going to the video store. What, this came out in 1993? Yep. So that was when I, like, 
was first learning about the existence of drugs and hippies <laughs> and seeing this like in the video store in 1995 you know i was always intrigued by what the movie was it seemed like forbidden so you said that you didn't like it, which of course is fine. It doesn't get you kicked off the podcast. I, I understand if it does, I'll just go. <laughs> <laughs> right, just see yourself out. Okay. Thank you for your time. So, well, one of the questions that I've been asking people is what character is the most or least like who you were growing up? And what I'm hearing is that you were struggling to relate to the movie. So I, I'm interested, maybe, Allison, if you can answer that first, or maybe it's the one that who was least like you, and that's why you didn't like it. Hmm. I guess probably um, the Tony character, without the, like, hitting on a middle schooler, because that was real weird. Just, like, when he and the other guy are just, like, watching what's going on and talking about how, like bad it is but still enjoying watching the train wreck that's very much me while something terrible is gonna is happening you're gonna hang out with your buddy yep and and make fun of it yes and make fun of yep it. yeah i had more of a daria and jane kind of high school experience <laughs> <laughs> were you the daria or were you the jane i'm more of the daria i would okay. say and like I was I wasn't like one of the druggy dirt bags, but I hung out with a bunch of dirt bags. I was always sort of on like the periphery of that. Yeah, I was on the periphery of the skaters. Mm. When I was looking at this bullying and realizing, okay, nothing like this happened in my experience. What did happen is being ostracized and being mocked. Very much. And and, and that was middle school. But then it was a real switch for me when I went to high school. And a big part of that was I went to middle school at Milton Hershey School, uh, Mm -hmm. which is a boarding school uh, for disadvantaged kids. Mm -hmm. And then in ninth grade, I came back to the high school that I had gone to the elementary school of previously. Mm -hmm. So it was both an opportunity to reinvent myself, but then also reconnect with some people who did remember me after all those years oh and also be reunited with my brother who didn't go to mount hershey nice was your brother older or younger he's a year younger so that was also the same point in my life where i discovered punk rock and started hanging out with the skaters Mm-hmm. And so I probably would have gone on a very different path if I'd stayed at Milton Hershey all those years. Having that switch enabled me to say, okay, yes, I might not exactly fit in with any particular group, but I, I can be funny and uh, I can hang out with the punks, do theater, mm-hmm. play on a football team and kind of dabble here and there. And so when I looked at, okay, who do I relate to? As I said previously, it was pink because he kind of bounces between those different social groups. How about you, Liz? Was there anyone that you saw yourself in or is kind of the, the, the polar opposite of you? Well, in the brief time I spent with these characters, <laughs> I, one, did not lo- learn any of their names. <laughs> right. um, but you probably recognize some of the actors, so you could go by their... Well, that's... Well, no, of course I didn't. Um, I mean, I'm like, yes, I know that person's face, but I don't know them by name um, because, you know, that's who I am. And so, and I also don't feel like I really got to know any of them very well, but I was kind of like 
Jarf in that I hung out with the skaters, but I also played sports and was in show choir and was in like the honors classes, which was a thing at my school. That was like a click. And I was on the academic Super Bowl team. And mm, uh, I yeah, it. I also had my small group of people that transferred from Catholic school with me because we all abandoned ship at about the same time. So like we made a little group. And yeah, so I sort of just uh, hopped all over the place. But I was also really mouthy and probably would have had a lot to say about this Hmm. nonsense going on uh my mom likes to tell this story about me confronting some bullies in the cafeteria nice which i don't actually remember but i must have like come <laughs> home and told her that day so she remembers it it was just such a regular occurrence for you it was just like that's tuesday i mean i really was always like mouthing off to people i'm like what are you doing you're being ridiculous stop it <laughs> uh i really envy that because i am I will never say anything. And I've I've always been like in high school I was so meek and I never stood up for myself. I could have used you. Uh I think I w- had a bit of a mean girl facade. Like mm. I think I w- was mouthy to hide the fact that I was insecure. Mm. Weird way to express it, but that's <laughs> me. I am an, I'm an enigma. <laughs> you were multifaceted. I feel like this movie is lacking the Liz who says outright, what you're doing here tormenting these freshmen is ridiculous. Yeah, it needs like a it needs like a nineties feminist character. Yeah, like like a Janine Garofalo type. I was gonna say a Janine Garofalo to just ha- be full of just be full of disdain and derision. Like, mm-hmm. this is, it's not even entertaining. You're torturing people. It's just demeaning for what? and humiliating. For yeah. what? What's the purpose? You're wasting, you're, what are you making a breakfast sandwich mm-hmm. out of eggs and oatmeal, but mustard and ketchup also? Also, you've lost the plot of this. What's the theme of this torture? You're putting food on them, and then you've got pacifiers in their mouths, and then. You put dog collars and leashes on them? And make them propose to senior boys who then get real creepy with it? What is the theme of this torture? <laughs> yeah, it's a real potpourri of torture. Yeah. Like when the, the first girl, she makes her propose and, you know, she's saying like, what will you do for me? And she says, whatever you like. Like, oh my God, she's like 12. What are you doing? Yeah. It just felt icky. Yeah, it's there's multiple dimensions of icky. Mm, icky yeah. food, icky behavior. So I did feel bad sending you the scene, by the way, but I <laughs> I also was interested to hear what you would say. So And they ran them through the car wash? Isn't that illegal? Shouldn't they be in jail? I actually made a note that that's, that sounds kind of fun. Okay, I, fair. <laughs> and I did, I did just watch an episode of New Girl yesterday where Jess goes through a car wash. Just like a really intense jacuzzi. That sounds great. But it still feels illegal. Ugh. Can I just like aim that on my back? Right in my shoulders? It's different if you choose it. Hmm. That's a fair point. But I still think even if you chose it, it would technically be illegal. All right, all right, all right. Do we know where 
this movie, where this movie takes place? It was filmed in Austin. It's it's like a fictionalized version of the director's hometown in Texas. Okay. So I guess I guess Texas explains everything then. Yeah. It, it's also what 1976. Mm-hmm. I guess there was nothing else to do if there weren't any KKK meetings going on. Oh God! <laughs> 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 That's, they're later in the night. This is daytime. Oh, oh, right. this is Fair. daytime okay. activities. Oh. Daytime torture before the nighttime torture. Yeah, before the ridiculous high school party. Listen, movies really had me confused about what high school parties were going to be. Because I assume they're heading off to some rager that's actually going to be, like, out of control. Mm -hmm. And I just, I don't feel like I ever experienced a party like that. I feel like people at my high school were having those parties, but they did not invite me. I guess that's possible. Yeah, that was my feeling, too. Yeah, I only went to one party in high school that had beer. Every other party was like a sleepover after the drama club play. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I guess my junior year, there were a bunch of people missing from the final performance of our spring show because they had been at a party the night before that the cops had been called to. Mm -hmm. So they were not allowed to participate in extracurricular activities. Oh. Uh, Yeah, so maybe I just wasn't invited to the Ragers. I'm sure the director of that play was furious. Oh, it was uh, our show choir performances, so, like, just different people got the solos, I guess. Oh, I see. But none of them were in my choir, so it didn't really affect me. But Big moment for the square understudy. <laughs> yeah. See, it's so bad for me now to, like, watch movies about high school or younger because I just have the perspective of, like, the buzzkill adult now, whether I want to or not. And it's bad. Like, I can't empathize with teenagers anymore. No, they're just making bad decisions. They're not Mm -hmm. funny. They're not cool. There's so much property damage all the time. Like, where are your consequences? Yeah. And where's your Janine Graffalo? Yeah. Yeah. I I can tell you something that's sad that I learned from researching. So there is an actor in this movie, Chris Harnos. She plays Kay. She, Allison, you might remember her having a bigger scene earlier in the movie, she is the one that is talking about Gilligan's Island and saying how... Yeah, the virgin and the whore. Yes, and it it was really strange for them to be talking about their favorite Gilligan's Island episodes because it's a pornographic male fantasy. Yes. So what I've learned is that in earlier drafts, she was intended to have a bigger role and to represent a feminist character. Okay. And bring that perspective throughout the movie. Was she the one who was with Tony and the other guy who was like smoking the cigarette and not participating even though she was in the senior sweatshirt? Yes. Okay. I wrote her down as a potential character I related to. So there we go. Yes. And because I was attuned to that intent with her character, I did Mm -hmm. notice when... I think it is Sabrina that's brought over to them. I noticed that Kay, as soon as she says, okay, you got to propose to him, Kay kind of kind of rolls away mm-hmm. from the scene. And I think that was her being disgusted with yeah. what they were doing, but they didn't 
give her enough focus so that you could see that. And Mm -hmm. her part ended up getting diminished because just as the movie developed, the director's a dude. He's like duding around with the dude actors. Mm -hmm. And he kind of teased more of their story out. And then predictably, the lady's story um, fell by the wayside. Mm -hmm. Very much so. So that's a bummer. I always like to pick my favorite characters out of movie and imagine like their story expanding beyond what we saw. Oh, I like that. So hopefully later this day, Kay took some of the seniors aside and said like, what are we even doing? This is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like you've got egg on yourself. <laughs> yeah, you're gross too. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even funny. We didn't even do anything funny. No. We're not even funny. Like if you're gonna prank somebody, make it a good prank. Yeah. And I feel like the best kind is one that ultimately doesn't hurt anybody. Right. Like, you know, convince your best friends that they are being evicted from their apartment so that they'll move on with their lives. (laughs) (laughs) Way better. Yeah. It it is way better. I'm not sure that no one would get hurt by that. (laughs) Oh, no. Everyone was fine. Wait, you really did this? When did this Sorry, happen? I just finished New Girl. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> I only watched that when it originally came out, so it's not fresh in my mind. Yeah, no, in the final like the final episode, well, in the final season, like you see these notes getting slipped under the door in the mail that they're getting evicted out of the apartment, the loft that they've all lived in through the whole show. Mhm. Um and at the very end of the final episode, you find out that that was a prank pulled by Winston. That <laughs> he was the one. That's not uh, funny at all. He like created a, a like a fake company. Oh my god! To say they bought the building. <laughs> no, they're all fine. Then you flash forward, and they're all still friends, and like five years and their kids are playing true american together they don't include the part where i get to go to the hospital because they all beat the crap out of him oh no they're (laughs) used to he's prank sinatra they're used to it by now but they all had a very cathartic like evening and everybody moved on from that apartment that sounds way more like something they would do in always sunny always sunny they would actually get you evicted from that's yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And this was just a, a goof. And it was holding them back. They needed to move on. So, Allison, earlier you said that this... <laughs> yeah, it's my podcast. So I'll just change the subject whenever I like. You're back to the subject of the podcast? <laughs> Listen, I don't do that. That's our brand. I don't know if you've realized that yet. Oh, I I came in with full knowledge. And I wanted to pick up on something that you said earlier because you said that you think that this song, Why Can't We Be Friends, is just perfect for this scene. Oh, yeah. It's a timeless song, and it's it's ironic using it over this when, you know, the senior girls are humiliating and torturing the younger girls. That was part of why I thought it served the scene well, too, because Mm. it is part of what conveys that the perspective of the movie is what they're doing is dumb mm-hmm. rather than like glorifying it glorifying it and making the seniors the heroes mm-hmm. and and laughing at the expense of the freshmen they also do the kind of tight 
shots on some of the freshmen's face so you can kind of see them being really uncomfortable. And then... Your dog has some thoughts about this scene. Put them on. Uh, <laughs> she thinks that the seniors suck. Preach, Oswin, preach. That's right. Anyway, sorry. No, I, I mean, I welcome any input that Oswin has. <laughs> Oswin's a veteran podcaster. She's been on a lot of shows. Oh, yeah. She's all over the place. As we have been tonight. <laughs> I was just thinking about how um, later in the scene you see, and then you saw them doing it at the school, the senior guys in their shop class just like friggin' made wood paddles to beat the kids with. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, that is pretty wild. And it's one of the many examples where you see the faculty is complicit in this hate. Very much so. The fact, yeah, I'm sure the faculty doesn't care. Yeah, I mean, I've like never really understood the paddle thing, and I know that they still get used, but now it's like my niece just graduated from college and she was in a co-op and mm -hmm. like they did paddles or whatever, but you didn't beat each other with them. The tradition now in their co-op is like on your 21st birthday, your big sis gets you like decorates a paddle for you mm -hmm. uh like to celebrate your 21st birthday i only know this because i decorated two paddles <laughs> for my, on behalf of my niece so like i made i made one that looked like that was like fireball themed and one that was like just pink and sparkly i like that neither, neither of you went to an anime convention in the early 2000s did you well, before we move, well, no, but before we move on, please share <laughs> pictures if you have them of your art craft paddles. I probably do. Awesome. Okay, I do want to see those. Do you remember the Yaoi paddles? I don't know what that no. is. All right, there's no possible way I could explain it here. So <laughs> right. Everybody just Google it yourself. <laughs> We're just move on. The early, like I said, the early 2000s were such a cursed time. I have no explanation or justification for anything that happened. In the first 10 years of this, this millennium. <laughs> okay, so... Y-A-O-I. Oh, wait. Oh, that wasn't how I pictured it. Say it again? It's spelled Y-A-O-I. It's a Japanese word. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Okay, so we've got some homework to research <laughs> um, tangentially related to the movie uh, in a way that you could never imagine us getting. So that, that, <laughs> that feels right. And, and this has been... A lot of fun for me. Sorry that you didn't enjoy the movie, um, but now, Allison, you can say that you've recently watched half of it, and <laughs> Liz, you've watched nine minutes and change of it. Heck yeah! Yeah! There we go. So, uh, so add that one to the list. And do either of you have something that you'd like to plug? No. <laughs> I don't know. I might be doing two podcasts. Who knows? Cool. Here's what I'm going to tell you. If you go to the Twitter.com and you follow at Mean Girls Minute, I promise that account will text you. Not text you. That's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's not how Twitter works. They'll send you a message on the Facebook. <laughs> if you go to Twitter and you follow Mean Girls Minute, we will call you on the phone at your house. No landline? Don't worry. We'll figure it out. 
We'll call your boss and tell your boss that we think you're doing a great job and when there's a new podcast starting. Excellent. That's a deal. All right. Well, Allison, Liz, thanks so much for joining me. Thank you for having us. Hey, thanks for having us. You've done this in way too long. I know. It has been too long. I still know how to plug in my microphone. (laughs) I got everything right on the first time, the first try this time. That's never happened before. Nice. Hashtag winning. Well, I hope to talk to both of you soon. Absolutely. Have a great night, and thanks, everybody, for listening. Not to worry. There's a new fiesta in the making. Join us at the Moon Tower, our Facebook listeners group. Until next time, just keep living, man. L-I-V-I-N. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.